Okay, I'm Ray Carpenter and welcome to the Newport Live podcast. In this podcast series, I'll let you know about the sporting, leisure and cultural activities you can get involved with throughout Newport to support your health and well-being. Today, you'll hear about why theatre could change your life. You learn to make space for other people and I think that's a massive skill. It, It really does help with that mental resilience. Plus, we'll get a taste of this year's Riverfront Theatre Panto with the cast... Do you sing and it becomes chaotic. Absolutely. And falls apart. Props Props and people throwing things into the audience. All of that kind of stuff. We just try and do it in a traditional family way, I think, as well. Inspiring you to feel happier and healthier. This is Newport Live. I'm joined by Danielle Rowlands, who's the Education and Participation Officer for the Riverfront Theatre, and actor Richard Ellis, who's in this year's Panto. Hello. Well, hi. So, Danielle, can you just tell me a little bit more about your role? Yes, I'd love to. So, I'm part of the um, arts development team at the Riverfront, and we basically bring arts, creative engagement to the community of Newport, and be that the creative community or the actual community. We run a variety of projects, um, just linking people and giving them opportunity to be creative, not, not just sort of performance wise but visual arts music we we have quite a large portfolio and your involvement specifically in the panto is so with my panto hat on I'm, yep. I'm about education and community so i'm part of the team that is putting together education packs that go out in schools that will work with community groups and encouraging members of the public that might not necessarily think panto is for them to come and give it a try to come and see it but also just to show them how much fun it is because mm, it's absolutely lush. yeah absolutely rich yeah obviously no i know you yeah <laughs> but um just tell the room a little bit more about you about me right um yeah. Well, yeah, I do lots of different things. A bit of TV, I do a bit of film. I produce a little bit of film. Uh, I've got podcasts that I do now, so I'm all over the place. But Panto is something I always come back to. Welcome, both of you, first Thank and you foremost. It's so lovely to have your company. Um, Rich, we were talking just slightly there just before we went live about your involvement in Panto and yeah. that you keep coming back. I so do. let's talk about why you keep coming back. What is it? What's the draw? Right. Me, um, it's one of those kind of realisations you have as an actor at some point, I think. Uh, up until the age of about 30, I thought I was going to be a cool film star. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> Panto really, really suits me. And I'm actually quite naturally good at the energy that's needed mm. for it. Energy is nothing short of bursting out of me all the time. It's one of those things that I just have. I never have a problem getting up, getting ready to go to do panto, I live on making people laugh mm. and I get to do that in panto more often than not. It's probably the nearest I get to stand up, I think mm. as well. I'm given times to go and have a play with the audience. Stand up scares me because I've got an idea that you've got to be kind of cutting edge and cool for that. But the joy of panto is I can just do the jokes that my dad used to tell me and people love it. So it's kind of one of those things that brings me back is the joy of doing it and then bringing it back to the riverfront is about the feel I get from the building there. I really like working. There's practical factors like it's 20 minutes from my house which do which do really course, make a difference it's such a long run isn't it yeah, as well it's an yeah. intense run you know yeah, it's an intense it? it's, 
Yeah, two shows a day mm-hmm. for five weeks. Yeah. So that is, I spend more time in the theatre at Christmas than I do at home. But my kids come with me. My family are all there. The crew are very well established there and I know them very well. So it does feel like a family doing it as well. So that means we can have arguments as well. You keep coming back. You're talking about the laughter. You're talking about the fun, your enjoyment. Just share with us about the importance. So for me, with regards to theatre, with regard specifically panto, specifically Mm. comedy elements, you know, when you're performing, that element of fun that you're bringing to people, the... I, for me, that draw in to be able to sit as an audience member and feed off your fun. How does it feel knowing that you are giving that well-being, those moments of fun in what are, let's be really serious about this for a second, difficult times at the minute across the board. So knowing that you are feeding that well-being, how does that make you feel knowing that the reaction you're going to get from everybody who's watching that moment where they can just let go? I love that idea. You described it really well, and that's what it feels. It feels like you've got energy in your fingertips, really, because you're seeing it and you're looking at people. And I think the most important part about it is a unique feeling. Mm. It only happens once. This show, in this way, with you watching it, and us here, and your friends sat around you, and there's a collective thing that happens Mm. that you don't get from other things. You don't get it from streaming, and you don't get it from TV, and you don't get it from anything else apart from being sat in a big room watching people mess about. Do you know what I mean? And I, I'm, I'm saying that in kind of a throwaway way, but it's amazing. And for me as well, I have a nostalgia to it. The reason I'm still doing it is because I went to the Swansea Grand when I was from five years old to 15 with my parents. And that was my first connection with theatre. You know, I'm not like actors maybe who've lived in a different area and everything. I didn't go to the RSC to watch somebody do something. I didn't get to go and watch these seminal theatrical performances in, you know, the black box theatre. None of that. I went to watch... Neil Morrissey doing fake corpses in Swansea. <laughs> and that's why I'm still... And I saw one twice. I saw the same panto twice. And the first time, a bit of set fell down. And I remember, and it's Neil Morrissey was behind it crawling. <laughs> and the audience went apoplectic with laughter because yeah. something had gone wrong, that bit of set fell. I went back about six weeks later with school or something to see it again. Lo and behold, same piece of set falls. Same actors behind it audience have the same reaction that's never happened before and I went oh I like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're making them feel like it's special and that that's a nice thing to play with I think yeah you touched on there on your childhood involved with theatre Danielle how important do you feel the benefits are you know why should young people Get involved with theatre, get involved with the arts. What are you offering at the Riverfront with Newport Live that, you know, people are able to get involved with? That's, for me, it's what my whole career is about, is is that engagement. And you change lives. I know it's a bit trite, but you really can. There's something, I would love to invite anyone to just watch a school's performance and see Richard light up that room, because it is electric. You have 500 kids literally going crazy and for some of them that will be their only ever experience of theatre mm. but they yeah. have seen the magic they felt it and we're, we're really lucky that our programme includes we have a really vibrant youth theatre and children from that youth theatre again some of them might never go on to the stage or to jobs in the creative industries 
but they'll know how to walk into a job interview and feel confident. They'll know how to be in an, in an, in an argument and see the other person's perspective and maybe go, ah, oh, I won't say that because that will hurt. They'll have those skills that, that being involved in drama clubs, youth theatre really does give you those skills. And at the Riverfront, we're passionate about seeing that projection. You know, not every kid is going to be on the stage, but they might be an amazing stage manager. So let's give them the opportunity to do that. They might not go on and do um, singing or dancing, but they've got a passion for lights. Let's encourage that. And mm. our panto is one of our jewels in our crown where you can see all of that come together, really. The youth theatre that you were speaking about yes. is is that open for, you know, how do people get involved with that? So we're incredibly lucky that we work with Tinshed Theatre Company um, and together we manage our youth theatre called Hatch. And Hatch is open to anyone. It's not audition-led. It's not about being the best star. It's about coming, learning some skills, working together, teamwork, problem-solving, creative journey and young people from Hatch have gone on to, most recently we had a couple of our Hatch alumni perform at our Big Splash Festival, Walkabout Theatre. And kids come into that and think, oh, I couldn't do that. I can't. Ooh, that's nothing like I could imagine. And suddenly they're doing it. So mm. if, if any of those young people are interested, give us a call. We're, the doors are open. Let's go back to the confidence building thing. I remember as a kid... I went to, at the time, it was ITV or HTV Wales's drama group. It was led by a guy called Pete Wooldridge. And many of us attended, when I say many of us, I mean, Johan Griffith was there, uh-huh. Dan Evans, Matthew Evans, you know, we that's where we kind yeah. of started. And when we think, I, I particularly I think about every job I've ever had, the confidence mm. that I gained mm. in attending those sessions you know, how to hold my body, how to command a room, all of those things, how to ensure that when I was in front of people that I wasn't intimidated and even though maybe I was inside, you know. So you're talking about the confidence thing there. Rich, how did that help you as, you know, from being a kid who was attending theatres, obviously loving it, how has that helped you throughout your career? For me, I think it's it's kind of uh, on the nose at the moment as well. We're very much living in a world of, you know, cold water therapy, <laughs> Vim Hof breathing. And I yeah, go, yeah. Um, I face my anxiety every time I get up on a stage yeah. and do that. So there's something mm-hmm. about a resilience that it teaches you as well, that it's okay to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've got a quote that I use a lot because I work sometimes at the Royal Welsh College doing auditions mm-hmm. for the incoming years for them. And I've got a quote that I really love, which is Victoria Pendleton, who's a cyclist. Yeah. And hers is, everybody has butterflies. We just have to make sure they're flying in the right direction. Nice. And that's like, nice. that's the key for it for me. We learn things and we know it is uncomfortable. There are people yeah. watching you. You will have sweaty palms. You will forget your lines often, in my case. You know, you'll be in the <laughs> wrong place. You'll do stuff. And it's about just taking that time, slowing it all down yeah. and breathing and going, okay, let's go through this. It'll be all right. The worst thing that's going to happen is I'm not going to know the right words. Yeah. Okay. How do I get around that? And I think you learn that from the very kind of start of youth theatre, where they do lots of workshops where you just walk around the room. Do you know what I mean? And that's really, really Absolutely. intimidating when mm. you do that. Mm. Walk around, have eye contact with mm. people, realise there's different contact with different people. How does it make you feel? And we get used to all of these things really naturally and organically through youth theatre. That uh, Lots of friends that I know, you know, I did National Youth Theatre from the age of, 
16 right up and then through drama school and all of that that lots of people i know there are now teachers and barristers mm. and doctors and and they just go it's all about connecting with yeah. people not you know carpenters that i know mm. who did it with us mm. just kind of go well you know i've got to walk into a room and people are going to like me to get me Absolutely. into their house to trust me to build their staircase do you know what i mean so it's across yeah. everything really mm. and it's just mm. about learning to make connections and you're not forcing the connections that's the thing you learn as well you make real connections but maybe in a sped up quicker way yeah. I think I can see you feeling really passionate about that Danielle I, I agree 100% <laughs> but you learn to make space for other people and I yes. think that's a massive skill in, in and, and in terms of well-being that space to let people be who they need to be in that moment and it not be on you you can walk yeah. away from that you can say that character felt that I didn't need to feel that but I understand why it, yeah. it really does help with that mental resilience and those creative industry jobs, you know, talking about you could the scenic carpenters, the decorators, the painters, yeah. it all of our, our, that journey is available through the creative industries. And it's great. It's a it's a wonderful world to be in. Yeah. And with regard to Panto, tell us a little bit more about the history and the background to the Riverfront Theatre Panto. The Riverfront, we kind of came out of lots of different reasons. So we were a brand spanking new building and our panto was very much aimed at going, we're here, we've arrived, we're going to do something wonderful. And panto is all inclusive. Yeah. Like There is nothing. So we do performances of the very top highbrow. You mentioned the RSC. We, we, have, yeah. we have high art and we have our incredibly good tributes. We, ha- we have the the, the gamel. Careful now. High art and we have to. <laughs> oh, no, no, so, oh, look at that. Oh. So really I'm, I'm saying those two as like, yeah. we, we bring quality. Yeah. Well across done. the board. Good you must bet. That was a good save there, wasn't there it? We are. <laughs> um, but our panto is, is really where all of that converges. Mm. It converges because we seek the top talent that we can find. That, that is, you know, our, the, the talent that we bring in is. Is, Are is you paying a later? Yeah. Just checking. Oh, yeah, of course, okay. of course, checking. of course, yeah. But also, <laughs> it's the most accessible. So for us, Panto is really about rooting in our community. Mm, it's going, mm-hmm. it's really affordable. It's really accessible. You can bring your nan, your dad, y- your daughter's grumpy boyfriend. Everyone's going to get a bit of a laugh out of it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're safe. You're in safe hands. Mm. And it is about that. It's about bringing something that is completely inclusive through to the theatre. And it is all walks of life, yes. isn't it? Really, attending Panto. You know, I remember, I think the last Panto I attended, about it was about five or six years ago. I've mostly worked over Christmas. So it's it, about five, six years ago, I had a Christmas off, went to a Panto and every shape, size, walk of yeah. life you could tell was in that theatre. Mm. Everybody was laughing. Yeah. Everybody was feeling the joy. Everybody was, you know, getting that buzz. And there is something quite special about a panto yes. that you don't get from other shows. Yeah. Do you feel that, Rich? Because obviously yeah. you've done so much throughout your career. Yeah. You know, is this the one that really ties in every member of the family, every member of the community? I think so because it's set up to have a little bit of something for everyone as well. The, the, kind of the history of panto comes from music hall yeah. and from those things that you have acts that would mm-hmm. do their act 
and then someone else would come on and do a different act. So they squeeze these things in mm. at the riverfront. We're, we're actually yeah. quite a family one. We don't do a bit of brew for the dads. We don't <laughs> no. go with that, really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We steer clear yeah. of that in a deliberate way as well. We go, they are funny. And of course, there's things that kids won't understand. There might be a couple of political jokes and things that are in there that the kids don't know about, but we never yeah. go kind of bored you. No, we don't quite it. bite your nails on it. But yeah, we I don't do want... We a don't John want, Barrowman moment at yeah. the theatre quite a while ago. We, do, we don't want kids <laughs> leaving the audience going, Ma'am, Dad, <laughs> what does that mean? And no, you having quite. to explain anything Just on the way home. Just before Christmas. No, no, no. And then we've got, you know, they've got big dance routines, mm. lots of singing, so people who are into that, it's all there, really. Is there an opportunity for you? Is there that little impro time where you get? Or is it, you know, actually, no... We, we stay we stay true to script. So there's moments when you have to stay true to script at, you know, weddings and people getting together yeah. and story times or, you know, a sheriff who might be getting caught out. Do you know what I mean? There's things that There's happen. bits that drive the story, aren't yeah. there? They yeah. really do need to be. And then there's bits that are there. There are bits that are there for laughter. Yeah. I, I'll have an opening three minutes, which will be in the script as... Richard opening three minutes. Yeah. So then it's like, here we go. This is your so stand-up that's, moment. That's my stand-up moment, yeah. Fantastic. So those bits I tend to free-fall a little yes. bit more and you, you, you're almost playing the, the Richard bingo of like, what's he going to mention? What is it going to be? Yeah. Oh, he's got Love in that it. one. Yeah, exactly. So there's things like that. And I get to end it like that as well mm. with a song sheet, and which you- is me at the end making everybody sing Love while it. everybody else gets changed, basically. That's the main reason. That's the reason it's <laughs> it is, there. It is, that filler. There's no reason why. But it, that, talking back about kind of um, the shape and mm. development of yeah. Panto, it is those stock moments and it is those stock characters, yeah. which again, make people comfortable because you are expecting something. Yes. And Absolutely. you're never disappointed. You know, you expect your dame, you expect your, your character like much, which is the yeah. lovable... Um, clown almost. So the that, harsh, the there's face. they're behind you, they're <laughs> yes, oh no, he isn't, oh yes, yeah, those he is. All, of, those all of the safe yeah. places yeah. in their panto. That, that development of those stock routines and like you said, the dance hall moments and you know, we've got an incredible um dance company. Yes. Uh, the the choreographer is amazing, that work mm. there. Our young company is really talented. So those elements all sit so well together. Yeah, because the young company give, you know, the R moment. Mm. Yeah. You, you need yeah, that as yeah, well, where they come absolutely. on and be like, oh, they're dressed like little bunnies. <laughs> yeah. And all of that stuff, do you know what I mean? It happens, yeah. it's part of it. And yeah, the front cloths are there, so people can, I said it kind of off because everybody gets to change. Yeah. But traditionally, the cloth would come in and one person is keeping the audience happy while the scene is yeah. getting changed yeah, behind absolutely. you, literally. Yeah. You hear yeah, the trucks yeah. being pushed around, yes. and <laughs> hammering going on behind you. Cloth goes out as if by magic. And it's magic. Yeah. We're in the palace and it or is whatever. Magic. Yeah, yeah, it is magic. There is nothing quite as frightening in my mind as a school audience because mm. you will be told the truth in their reactions. <laughs> yes, you will. You know, when you're with families, you'll get the dad who might laugh out loud or the mum to, you know, if yeah, if, it, of if it's not working as well as everybody's yeah. hoping. There is nothing more raw, <laughs> there no. is nothing more true yeah. than a school audience. Yeah. How many schools do you get visiting? Gosh, hundreds. It, it's our schools shows are packed. Yeah. You know, we generally Wonderful. have a waiting list. And and they travel. We're really... The, the Panto has such a good reputation yeah. that people travel. It's not just Newport, Gwent. Um, we, they come in from further afield. And... 
they love it I, yeah. I do it's a massive tonic I love popping in to the school's performance and just hearing 500 children losing their minds I love yeah. it it's it's so rewarding. Have you ever seen Gremlins? <laughs> when they're in the cinema, it's like that. Yes. And there is a collective whipping act yes. that I enjoy doing as well. And I have been known as well to yes. kind of sabotage mm-hmm. other scenes that come after me. Yes. By simply saying, the sheriff hates it if you throw your crisps yeah. around. Or you do so, and I'll just give yeah. them something to go, do this all through his scene. <laughs> He'll really not like it. Or I just simply go, don't let them speak. Boo everything yeah. they say. And the kids will listen to me. Yes. But then, and they'll just simply go, I've had actors walk on and go, turn my mic up, there's no point. And they just shrug and walk off. They basically go, have we done enough time to change the scene? And you're right, there is that, it's like you have just seen your Westlife walk in. They go Mental. Wild. And the pitch of it is so, and it yeah. doesn't happen when there's parents in there. No. No, it doesn't. It's, it's a collective thing of mm. they're there. Teachers are there. I I always kind of say as well to teachers if I see them, don't tell them to behave now oh, when no. they come in here yeah. because no. you get that this is quiet now. Idea. We're well behaved school. Mm. Shh, now nobody's yeah. saying that. I will often go. Don't listen to what your teachers just said now, right? <laughs> I'm telling you now. Scream, shout, get involved, do whatever we want to do. Giving yeah. them that permission, yes, from the stage straight away. It's yeah, overrule anything the Miss yeah. Jones is saying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, and I've I've done a few. Uh, ugly sisters and stuff there yes. where I've gone so the kids love nothing more than if you have a flirt with the teacher do you know oh. what I mean? who's the headmaster come over here and you call him up and the kids just love that <laughs> change of energy they for them isn't it they're just yeah. like let's say yeah, yeah and it's just something that they feel has never happened yeah. before I think you know Sir is being spoken to live and it's great and I yeah. like I like to play in that area quite a bit as well Thank you so much for your company today. It has been so lovely to hear all about the panto. I'm wishing you a huge break leg, of thank course. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Danielle. Thank, thank you. you both. My Arbenig. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Thanks. And thank you for listening. Next time, we'll be focusing on why exercise and mindfulness could be crucial for your health and well-being. Make sure you subscribe to hear it and please pop a review and a rating so others can discover it. Inspiring you to feel happier and healthier, this is Newport Live Podcast.